Yeah, it's a long walk from my recliner to the kitchen to get a drink of water. And we live in a 600-foot apartment. But that's what happens when, when you recognize the limitations of humanity. Thanksgiving is a time when we ignore all that. When we just act as if we're going to go on forever and our family will be there forever. It's that time of year again. Last week, Pastor Connie shared a wonderful Thanksgiving expression from the Old Testament, actually from the prophecy of Isaiah. And there are so many wonderful words of thanksgiving in the Old Testament, particularly in the Psalms, which are just full of those outpourings of thanks to our Creator God and our Savior. But today I want to turn from Old Testament thanksgiving to New Testament thanksgiving and uh, show the profound new element in New Testament thanksgiving. And I'm going to focus on five passages which when I did a search that are frequently mentioned as Thanksgiving uh, Bible verses in the New Testament. And we're just going to look at those five verses because they have something wonderful in common. The first one is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And it says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Thanksgiving is emphasized, but notice that phrase, thanks in all circumstances. I was thankful that time when I passed the crucial test and uh, felt really good. When I, get, when I got that great result from my medical vision visit and felt so encouraged about life. Thankful that day I got married and everything seemed to be glorious. It's easy to be thankful in those times. Well, maybe not easy because we tend to forget even in those times. But Paul says, and this is Paul writing to the Thessalonian church, he says, give thanks in all circumstances. That's what you do, right? Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, the rejoice theme. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Once again, an emphasis on being thankful in everything, and up in the first verse, be thankful always and in everything. In Colossians chapter 3, another one of Paul's letters, Colossians 3, 15 through 17, 
Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts. Sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Once again, whatever you do, word or deed, whether it's a good time or a bad time, we're encouraged to give thanks. And then in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses, uh, excuse me, chapter 5, verses 18 to 20, we read this, be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times and for everything. All of these wonderful Thanksgiving verses emphasize that our thanks, Thanksgiving ought to be continual and not depend on the circumstances of our lives. That's quite a challenge. It's so consistent. It's even more wonderful when you realize that these passages are all by the Apostle Paul, and with the exception of the first one, written earlier to the Thessalonian church, they all have one thing in common. The passage from Philippians, Colossians, and Ephesians are known as Paul's, okay, you theologians, those of you who have a, a certificate on the wall that said you graduated from seminary or you've read the Bible 37 times, what do those passages have in common? From Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians, they're Paul's prison epistles. Those three epistles and also the personal letter to Philemon were written by the Apostle Paul when he was in prison. And it's from there, and they were among his most positive letters, but it's from there that he says, your thanksgiving should be in all circumstances, at all times, whatever you're going through. Paul didn't write this from his retirement estate as he sat in his reclining chair drinking a mimosa. He said that he wrote this from prison in all circumstances. And so, you know, as I was thinking about this, I can't help it. My mind went to Brittany Griner. Oh, that young woman, she's six foot nine, which is a great blessing. But by her testimony, when she was an overgrown kid in the primary grades, she was bullied for being a tall kid. And she was a loner. But she found her way in basketball. She played for Baylor and then was recruited by Phoenix in WBA. She's a lesbian. and She came out during high school. And her father 
who was a rough, tough guy, a Marine Corps vet and a retired sheriff, wouldn't let her stay at home. So she had to go out and find another place to stay for about six months, and then the family came back together. We hear about her, except for those of you who are rabid WA fans, we, WNBA fans, we didn't know much about her before. But now we know a lot about her because she's been in TV. And her court trials for having a small amount of uh, cannabis oil that she claims was, um, was prescribed by a medical doctor. But she has been made a target in Russia. The US Charged Affair, who interviewed her in January of this year, Elizabeth Rood said on her behalf, while she's keeping the faith, she has not been a vocal herself. But that keeping the faith kind of uh, intrigued me. So I said, what faith? And it turns out she is not a practicing Christian. She didn't grow up in that kind of environment. But I called, I called uh, Pastor Camille Russell Wooden, a pastor in our town, who we know quite well, Pastor Connie and I. She is the chaplain for the LA Sparks. Did you know they had a chaplain? And they have chapel, so I called to her. I'm hoping to find out that Brittany Griner had a faith, but not that we know of. She says, I'm not religious in the traditional sense, but I believe in God. So here's the way my mind works, or worked in this case. When I see her from now on, I'm going to pray for her. I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm sure I want to see her released and all that bargaining is going on in the political intrigue. Right now, she's been sentenced to nine years in a really tough place. And I'm thinking, I want her to find Paul's faith. She went to Baylor, which is a Baptist university. And when it was known that she was a lesbian, she was chastised for that and said not to talk about it. And of course, her faith journey is complicated by that relationship with the church. But I'm going to claim it for her because I want her to have Paul's faith in prison. If Paul could be thankful in all circumstances, I'm asking the Lord to give her a spiritual touch while she's alone and she is there and behind bars. I'm asking him to remind me that every time I see her, that she will find the faith that Paul found when he was in prison. What was unique about Paul's prison faith that made him thankful in all circumstances? Let's look again at those five passages and emphasize something else about them. 1 Thessalonians 5, the first passage. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. 
for you. See how that phrase jumps out at you when we make it yellow? And the second passage in Philippians, verse 4, uh, ch chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds. Finish it. In Christ Jesus. The third passage, Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. Let the peace of Christ Rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teach and admonish one another in all wisdom and gratitude in your hearts. Sing praise, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs to God. Whatever you do in word, indeed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Three times in that passage, the emphasis on the place of Christ in being thankful in all circumstances. Ephesians chapter 5. Be filled with the Spirit as you sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts, giving thanks to God the Father at all times for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, we're going to be in a compromising situation. We're going to have a community Thanksgiving service in which we're meeting with people of other faiths, ranging from Islam to Judaism to Baha'i, Native American. Uh, we, we will have expressions of Thanksgiving from all of those traditions. And they all have a unique twist. I hope you will get to see that. But the uniqueness of ours is that we have Jesus. And it seems to me that the in all circumstances comes from the fact that we have Jesus. This is the point I want to make. Our thanksgiving is because of Jesus Christ. That's why it can be in all circumstances, at all times. In Colossians chapter 2, Paul reflects on how we can cultivate that thankfulness in all circumstances. He says, as you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you have been taught. All of that is a recipe for developing a faith that perseveres in all circumstances. And then that final phrase, abounding in thanksgiving. It sounds like there's a recipe here for persevering faith that can go through life's prison circumstances. And in all circumstances, faith and the recipe includes walking in him, being built up in him, being established in the faith as you have been taught, 
And then the seasoning is abounding with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not just the result of the Christian walk, but it's also part of the recipe. We have to determine to focus on thanksgiving. And then the whole thing comes together into the conquering Christian life. There's an expression in 2 Corinthians also from the Apostle Paul, and this is um, one of his later letters in which he says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. That indescribable gift is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why in all circumstances we can be thankful. So, as we go through our own prison times, what is your prison time? As we go through our own prison times and are tempted to give up hope, looking at a long sentence of difficulty in life, we can remind ourselves of God's indescribable gift, the Lord Jesus Christ, and experience that thanksgiving, which is in all circumstance. I want to pray for her in prison. I want to pray for you in your prison. Let's bow. Our Lord, we thank you that the gift you have given us does not just promise us prosperity and victory and success, but promises us joy in all of those circumstances, plus joy in failure, joy in defeat, joy in suffering, joy in times when we are kept from the greatest joys that we think life offers us. Thank you, Lord, for your indescribable gift and for this Thanksgiving in all circumstances, by the Lord Jesus Christ, in his name, amen.